0: If your student wants to attend college but doesn't want to be loaded down with debt, I have a treat for you. This is the Homeschool Sanity Show, the episode where guest Kara Walker shares uncommon but practical tips for saving money on a college education. I'm Dr. Melanie Wilson, Christian psychologist turned homeschool mom and curriculum author. And this is the podcast helping you wave goodbye to worry and say hello to a happy homeschool. Hey, homeschoolers. I absolutely love chatting with homeschoolers. That's just one reason I wanted to interview Kara Walker. Kara graduated from college debt-free and is now on a quest to help other students do the same with her podcast, Money and Mental Peace, and her online course, the debt-free college blueprint. She is a 20-something Christian entrepreneur, amateur snowboarder, and recovering overachiever. Kara enjoys goal-setting, budgeting, and living a debt-free lifestyle and wants to help you do the same. Kara is absolutely delightful. If you have a college-bound or finance-interested teen, Have them listen to this episode with you. You won't be disappointed. Kara, thank you so much for joining me here on the Homeschool Sanity Show. I was hoping that we could start by having you introduce yourself to us, tell us a little bit more about you and your family. Yeah, definitely.
1: So hi, thank you for having me on. It's a personal connection because I had to learn homeschool sanity myself. Um, so <laughs> I, I generally do this kind of little mini bio. I um, My name is Kara Walker. I graduated from college debt-free. I'm now on a quest to help others do the same with my podcast. And I like to tell people I'm a 20-something Christian entrepreneur, amateur snowboarder, and recovering overachiever. Still getting there, you know. And I love, like, goal setting, budgeting, living a debt-free lifestyle. I'm a total nerd in that way, and I love it. And I just want to help others in this realm do the same. And then you said
0: about homeschool family history. Is that right? Yes. Well, I would love to know if you know why your family chose to homeschool originally. Sure. So, actually, my mom is a teacher. So, I think that gives
1: a good... Not saying you have to be a teacher at homeschool. I'm saying I think it gives a good um, positive light to her being like the schools aren't always (laughs) the best place or uplifting or helpful or all this other stuff, even though she's a teacher and like she was supporting that. So um, I think it depends on the person. In our particular instance, I was a very anxious child. I was having a hard time going to school. There was separation anxiety. And yes, there's a time to just be working through that, you know. But um, I, my parents decided to try it out to see what was best for me really young. It was like first grade. I had gone to like kindergarten and some of first grade, but first grade started to homeschool and I just thrived. You know, there's definitely a time to like just learn it and suck it up and whatever. But like I was six, you know, and they were like, let's try this. And um, I loved it. And it was very much so a unique, tailored reasoning, like for me as their child. Um, nowadays, like if I, I I'd hoped to have kids, I'd probably want to homeschool. It's very connected to just like how wacky some of the school indoctrination is and in other things. Depends on the school, you know. But at that instance, it was more like parents really considerate of me as a growing child and how I would respond best and and learn. And I really appreciate them doing that. Um, So we started, I say we like I was doing it. They started homeschooling me early on, but we got connected with homeschool groups. I went on field trips. We did... um, quote-unquote school plays, you know, we had Christmas parties, like we did all the things. We had play dates. we had, and as I got up to high school, I don't, I won't do the whole story if you want to ask certain things, but if I got up to high school, like I did co-ops, there was a point that both of my parents worked. And I basically just, like, did classes and studies with other homeschoolers. So I still was – like, it prepared me so much for college and, like, maturity level and all this stuff. And plus, if I was tired and hormonal, I could take a nap in the afternoon. Like, let's be (laughs) honest. That's amazing. So um, they were just really open to – I think it was more around me particularly. I just did have a hard time with school at first, um, but also just – I think my mom felt confident to do it, too, because she was a teacher. And I know not everyone out there feels confident in that way. You do not have to be a teacher already to homeschool your kids. But, um, yeah, that's the gist
0: of it. I'm really glad they did because I just – I thrived with it. Mm. Well, that is – that's fantastic. And then when did you decide that you really wanted to go to college and that you wanted – That to be a debt free endeavor. Mm -hmm. So, I
1: will mention this real quick. I actually did go to middle school. It was just what happened in my life. I had, I just, I wanted something different. I was feeling more confident in myself, and then actually, my mom ended up getting a job at the school. That wasn't the original plan. So, like, I knew I could like go to school and handle school and classes and whatever. And I think that tied into like the co-op stuff when I went back to homeschooling in high school opened up for like feeling like I could do college. You know, that's one thing Mm because I do this with a business like college. I talk Mm -hmm. about college and I'm here to tell you college is unnecessary. It's great. (laughs) I didn't say, I didn't say it's not good. It's fantastic, but it's not necessary to have a quality life you can do other Mm -hmm. things or trade school or start a business or whatever but it's an awesome opportunity like like but i'm not dissing college either do you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. so i went into it because i liked education i liked school and i wanted to do that next step i didn't feel like my parents were like the only way to have a good life and for us to love you is you go to college you know and it it was it was a Mm -hmm. um, desire of that sort and kind of just like a personal I don't know. I like the goals. I'm honestly harder on myself than my parents are on me. So I just wanted that goal. So um, and then you had said doing it debt free. Okay, so when I was like 15 or 16 or so, one of my math classes that I did for like math credits, did a personal finance class and it was actually Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. (laughs) And I was just like inspired. I was like, wait a minute. You mean, if I do this in debt-free life and start investing early in all this other stuff, I can be a millionaire? You know, and and the whole course isn't just around that. It's it's that mental peace and financial peace around your life. But just that part was just fascinating because you think of that as some far-off thing, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And so I was like, hmm, I wonder what I could do to like start college like this and I just I don't know I got hooked on it like my parents are good with money and I tell people I'm fanatical with money because it's fascinating (laughs) to me it's not it's not that I feel like I pressured or I have to it's just fascinating so you know I was in high school I saved my emergency fund I started looking at stuff with college and I wanted to do it because I wanted to be able to graduate and then just go whatever best direction was out there you know I I just wanted to Mm -hmm. not feel like I had to get just the only job offered to me offered offered to me because to to pay off debt um, if I didn't enjoy it and I'm again I'm not saying people can't have a fantastic life or experiences if they have student loan you know what I'm saying but mm-hmm. a lot of people just don't know that it's possible and so mm-hmm. I kind of just. At the last couple of years of high school, I just kept listening to Dave Ramsey content, kind of binging it, you know, I loved that. And I was just like, I want to graduate debt free. Like that's my goal. Um, and so I think that's something homeschool connected made me my own researcher and my own learner and my own, you know, I'd go to my parents about an idea or a topic someone brought up and they'd be like, okay, go research it, you know, <laughs> learn about mm-hmm. the world. Like we'll talk to you about it too. And also you shouldn't, you know, go research how to do crime I don't know but I mean like you know it's it's just a great opportunity and so I just kind of developed my own interests outside of my parents and thankfully it was not crime
0: it was budgeting (laughs) so that's me that is cool that is cool and you are not the first young person I have interviewed for this podcast who has that mentality approach to learning and life and i agree with you i think it is something about homeschooling that encourages that in our kids and it's one of the many reasons that i'm super passionate about homeschooling so i love that that you got that burning desire um, to graduate from college not just debt free but to be in a good place Financially, you know, throughout your life, it sounds like you really um, caught that passion for that. Mm -hmm. So, very, very cool. Uh, So, now I want to talk with you about what approach did you use to paying for college? So, I would love for you to tell your personal story. Sure, sure. Yeah, thank you for asking.
1: So, uh, the first step was, honestly, I just, like, purposed to not get loans. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I know that's, that just sounds simplistic, whatnot, but just because I want it... Well, also, I wanted it so bad, but also I didn't know exactly what I wanted to study yet. So it was kind of easy to be like, okay, don't get loans for something you don't know what you want to study. So it, it wasn't too hard for me to, like, purpose that, you know. But literally, it was like, if I didn't have money... I wasn't going that semester, you know, that Mm. was, that was my mindset. You know, everyone can decide how they do it on their own. I'm just, that's for my story, you know? And so Mm -hmm. I started with testing out of classes. There are some stuff called um, like CLEP tests and DSSTs. You're nodding like, you know, CLEP test, Mm -hmm. college level examination program, other things where I basically would study on my own. But this is from homeschooling, right? I actually studied with a fellow friend who was a homeschooler. And right out of high school, we studied CLEPs together and we went and took them and then when we passed, we went out to eat after her. We got frozen yogurt. Like, it was fun. <laughs> like, like she was my study buddy. And we basically homeschooled college together for a little while. I did that for a couple mm-hmm. years. And um, I actually got, you know, so I, I did end up getting an associate's degree and then a bachelor's. So uh, I got half of my associate's degree for like 600 bucks testing out Ugh. of classes. You know, like, and that was still, I was still just in graduation party money. You know, like I wasn't paying wow. anything, you know, loans or out of my pocket, whatever. Like, but now I'm here to tell you, anyone listening to this, there's another level I didn't even know then. Um, there's a company called Modern States. I don't know if you ever heard of them that have study guides and then four CLEP tests and then provide voucher programs where if you pass it, they will reimburse you the funds. So you can do a full freshman year of college for free all the, if, if your student can like study on their own or study with Mm -hmm. a buddy or something, that's so Mm -hmm. helpful for like, it could be anyone. You don't have to be homeschooled, but it could, so helpful for homeschoolers who knows, know how to like learn on their own pace. Mm -hmm. So you can do a year or two of college for free, just testing out of classes. That's the first step. Beyond Mm -hmm. that, I actually um, started at my community college. Since I didn't know what I wanted to do, I was working. So that's saving money. And then I took like one night class and I that was still from graduation party money <laughs> um, and then <laughs> and then um, I actually ended up getting a full ride choir scholarship to our community college we have an amazing like it's kind of random and unique fine arts programs at our college like there's full ride band scholarships full ride choir scholarships whatever that's not always the case everywhere um, so I, I got tuition paid um, then I became a writing fellow which is basically a writing tutor, but it's a special program. And they, I'm just doing kind of like the point by point, like there's a lot that goes uh-huh. into each of these, but I became a writing fellow. And the point of that is you get a free class, but since I had my tuition paid for it, they just gave me a gift card to the bookstore. So then I had all my books paid for and like supplies. Um, and so then I joined like a, uh, an honor society through um, for like uh two-year colleges, community colleges. It was, it, I mean, it was like 60 bucks to join, and you're like, well, is there worth it? Well, it depends. Look at what the perks are, or scholarships. So when I transferred later to my university, I got $3,000 a year from a scholarship with that group. So 60 bucks to join became worth it, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I'm getting ahead of myself, actually. What I ended up doing next was there was a articulation agreement they called. They called it between the community college and the university I ended up going to and where they had a partnership and you could like finish so much of your degree at the community college and then so much at university. Well they had like a two-thirds thing where like I do like two-thirds of my program at the co- at community. I'll say it that way to make it Mm -hmm. easier to tell apart. And also I was doing a minor, I was doing a math minor. So I did like all my math classes at the community college. So basically I was still in the full, like full ride tuition scholarship, um, doing classes for my university degree that I had made sure with advisors that it would transfer. Like that's always the key here, Uh talking Mm -hmm. about tests, community college, you know, I'm just doing bird's eye view right now, but I was making sure everything transferred before I, I agreed to it. You know, um, then I so then I transferred to the community. Co- or I'm sorry, to Eastern Michigan University is where I went. I went to the university, um, got some transfer scholarships. One was with GPA, one was with that honor society, and um, there were a little bit of things here and there I'd pay some cash for, or like for mm-hmm. books or or whatever. You know, because I had been working. I never worked full time and did school full-time but I did like part-time school full-time work full-time school part-time work whatever um, mm-hmm. actually sometimes I speak in third person Kara needs to stop <laughs> I <laughs> forgot one point. before I went to the university I still wasn't 100% what I wanted to like finalize because you have to even like if I do like a business degree you have to decide okay what part of it you know I actually mm. did a pause and did like a, a year and a half like internship with the National Park Service um so that was like life skills growth and they gave uh an education award they didn't call it a scholarship why they have to be weird they called it an education award it was through americorps which a lot of people have heard mm-hmm. of and that's life experience mm-hmm. and like money for college so that kind of like buffered the coffers i guess you could say of like more money um for when i went to eastern and it was totally life experience and resume building like i met so many people i organized a volunteer program I wrote a federal grant proposal that we received $25,000 for like it's just like like I guess I'm thinking anyone who's listening you know your kid like there are some students who if they don't keep finishing through college they won't go back but like for me I, I would have you know and so to not freak out like it's often great to take some sort of gap year and do these life skills and I have National Park mm. Service on my resume, you know. So, okay, so I went to the, to the university, had all these transfer scholarships, the Honor Society Scholarship, the AmeriCorps Education Award, um, and I was taking longer to go through college because I wasn't getting loans. You know, mm-hmm. that's just my, my story, you know. Um, not only that, I, I didn't, hadn't known what I was studying. That's why I kind of took that gap year. So because of that, I was finishing college and I was 24, okay? Mm-hmm. At that point, and I believe it's still the case, but if anyone's listening and it's a few years down the road, you would better check, you know? At that mm-hmm. point, 24 years old, you're an independent student. So on the, <laughs> the FAFSA, your parents... I already know. Oh, I already know, know what you're going to say. <laughs> on the FAFSA, okay. they don't count my income. They don't count my parents' income. Now, I was working... And I was paying for school. I was paying for my car. I was paying for. But my parents were very sweet and just let me live at home. And so that was how they Mm -hmm. were blessing me. But then I paid for all this other stuff. Well, now I'm 24 and the government's like, wow, you're poor. You're below the poverty level. Let's give you a Pell Grant. And then I got a state grant. And I did not even plan that. Like. You know, I don't know about all your listeners if they feel this way, but for me, like, that was God, like, just like, okay, let's just Hmm. arrange this works together, and then here's some other money. I did pay some of my own cash still, you know, for books and other stuff, and definitely gas, but there was a semester that I had more money already sent to the school that they actually, the school actually gave me a check, and I used it for gas. Wow. So, wow. (laughs) And that's just what kind mm. of piled up. But that was also because I let myself do it slowly. And you better believe it was hard. I felt like I was behind, you know. I, I felt like I didn't yeah. finalize my bachelor's until I was 25. And I felt like I was behind in everything. Mm. But um, I feel I feel awkward saying this sometimes because it sounds like I'm tooting my own horn. But just to show how it's possible is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Even though I graduated like 25 I graduated. Mm-hmm. I had saved all this money from working. I graduated debt free with ten thousand dollars in the bank. Like I was set wow. to start a business, so I started a business and started uh, investing for retirement. Like right after I graduated, you know, I was that nerdy kid. I was like, <laughs> yes, I got my Roth IRA set up. Like I was like all excited, you know, <laughs> you know, I I'm like whenever I can put more money in, I'm all excited because compound interest. Like that's if. If you're homeschooling your kids and not teaching them compound interest, like, you know, that's the eighth wonder mm-hmm. of the world there. So <laughs> basically, <laughs> basically um, that that's how it was a step. It was random stepping stones. I had no idea what I was doing ahead of time. It was just like I had decided to not do college unless if I had something to pay for it. And it took longer and it might not take longer for you. If anyone's listening and concerned on that, that's why I have a podcast to tell you about it so that, you can do it faster. Like I learned, like I had to, oh, and one funny story you might like, I don't know how much time we have to graduate college. I had been in college, like almost like seven or eight years. They're like, we need your high school transcript. I was like, I was homeschooled. They gave me a big, like, like issue on like, but, oh, you have to have your state test you and all this I was like that's not actually the rules in our state and like all this stuff on like transcripts and I'm like man I've been in school for so long what's happening and they're like well we need something from your parents and it wasn't right you need the teacher to sign it I was like my teacher was my mom what they ended up just needing is a list of the classes the quote-unquote classes I took in high school and my mom's signature and they're like okay you can graduate high college now I don't know it, it, How it, it, strange. Was it was weird, but I guess the moral of this story is it's possible and also check everything. Check that stuff transfers, keep everything in writing, keep things in email, mm-hmm. make sure you still have some sort of transcript or know that you can graduate and mm-hmm. all the things. So now I'm going to take a breath now because that was my long bird's story. eye view of what happened for college. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that, I mean, really, that story is just fascinating and inspiring. Um, so I I absolutely love that you're sharing this story. So let me ask you a quick question. So what did you end up with a degree in? Sure. So I have a bachelor's of business administration
1: with a marketing focus. And then I got a math minor, a mathematics minor, because I was going to be a math teacher. And then I switched that around. But I'm like, I had calculus 3. I got to I got to have something for this to show that I did all this work. So, yeah, I've math minor and then I started a business after. And and let me tell you as well, I probably learned 10% about business in college and 90% figuring it out on my own. Like I still think college mm-hmm. is important um and super beneficial, but like Yeah, people can just Mm -hmm. go start a business too. Uh But uh I had to have it for my business because my business is how to graduate debt-free,
0: you know? So, (laughs) (laughs) So, and yeah, uh, and I love your perspective. And I actually did an episode of this podcast not too long ago. I will put it in the show notes about how we handled college for our kids. And I absolutely believe that College is optional, but if you want to do it, that there are ways to make it work for your family. So one thing I was going to add that I did not share in that episode was the fact that one of my sons was an RA, a resident assistant, when he was starting when he was a sophomore in college, and that paid for his room, his board, his books, and a stipend in addition. And it's a very good thing to have on your resume because it shows leadership, responsibility, um, and it's something to check into for for, um, parents who are interested in sending their kids to school. I mean, it can save you a lot of money if, like – Unlike you, you can't have your student live at home while they're yeah, in school.
1: definitely. Both both are viable, and mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, so that that. that was a, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a huge savings, and in fact, um, he uh, we were paying for our other kids' um, college expenses, and he was very smart and said, "Hey." if I was working another job, I would be making the money. I would be able to save the money. So since I'm doing this, (laughs) I'm saving you all this money. You two need to make it worth my while (laughs) to do this. So we came to an agreement with him about how much that was worth worth it to us because it really saved us a lot of money. (laughs) Negotiation, um, but,
1: and, and that's probably learned yes. from
0: homeschooling, probably. Yes, exactly. Um All of my kids are very interested in money, finance, investing, being smart about saving money. They all have long-term savings already, even at young ages. So um they are a lot like you. But I want to hear a little bit more about your business, probably when we're done um, talking. But what I would like to do now is have you kind of guide my listeners through this process. If they want to have their kids attend college and do it debt-free, what are some of your tips and advice for them to get started?
1: Sure. Well, let's let's imagine it this way, so it's even less pressure. I have a suggestion that it can just be even if you're wondering if sending your kids to college, but not sure. So that's it leaves it wide open. So um, I'm gonna imagine your, the kids. Let, let's just start kind of early and say someone's in like middle school ish age, coming into high school. Um, I would love for your listeners to go to the uh, website Homeschooling for College Credit literally called homeschooling for college, college credit. The, the lady who arranges it is um, a, like, advisor at Excelsior College. So there are different colleges that accept almost unlimited transfer credit. So I had told you how I had done that and tested out of classes, but there are, like, three colleges. It's that one, Thomas Edison State College, and I want to say, like, Baker College. I have it on one of my podcasts. I'll have to look. And basically, students can almost test out of a whole degree. So, you know, that's not as applicable if you're going to be an engineer and you need, like, Mm lab. But I have a friend who wanted to go to law school, but he's like, let me just get a political science degree. He lived at home. He was still, like senior year and the year after of high school and he got his bachelor's degree at 19 from just taking all of these tests and sending it to them and 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 graduating and then he went to michigan state at like the youngest law school student or whatever you know so anyways i'm getting ahead of myself homeschooling for college credit shows how there are different types of tests out there Ranked in order of transferability, meaning they probably will go to a lot of schools or they just will go to most schools or they'll just transfer to some schools like CLEP tests, DSSTs, and then all different types of testing. So what I would say is imagine this. Your, your kiddo is going like freshman year of high school, homeschooling. They're learning whatever. They're learning algebra. They're learning certain history. They're learning whatever. Um you might have your own curriculum for them but check out this website and possibly like the clep test for that level or whatnot and as like the final exam you know for your student for that year or that semester or whatever if they've already gone through algebra one or they already went through some like business principles class have them go take the clep test and if you're doing it through modern states if the kid passes it'll be for free and basically your kid could start just learning homeschooling just however you're normally going to do it you know just like with whatever curriculum you have and checking out that it has you know you can find what's on different clep tests not you know the exact questions but like the content percentages just try to see if what they're learning kind of encompasses that and then have them go take a test and your kiddo could be graduating high school with two years of college under their belt for free it could be mm-hmm. all the prerequisites. It could be they're doing their English tests. You know, there's, there's even a club speech class where you like test, you like speak into the microphone and then they test you later. I don't know. I didn't take that one. I don't know if they still have that. <laughs> they have okay. tests are like a lot of like the general education, like prerequisites. And so some people are concerned, like, well, I want my student to have the college experience, whatever. Like I mm-hmm. still think they can, and they can go on to stuff after that. But mm-hmm we're not stressing your kid out. We're not having them do extra college stuff in high school. I want your kid to have fun and live life and be responsible and all the things. It's just like a, you might as well try this out too. And it's low pressure if you can get it for free, or even if you don't have an option for modern states, a CLEP test is about a hundred dollars. Think of getting a getting three to six college credits. There are several mm-hmm. CLEP tests I took that were six college credits I got for a hundred bucks. Oh, wow. So like your student, it, depending on what age, but if someone's listening and they're freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, even just starting their senior year in high school, whatever you're teaching them or whatever curriculum they're doing, have them take a test after and see if they get college credit. That's, that's how I would suggest starting. And then mm-hmm. beyond that, you know, maybe you're past that or, or whatnot. It's looking at colleges and pricing. It's looking at scholarship opportunities. It's, it's grants. It's, um, it's a variety of things. It's getting a student job. Like one thing I did, I got a student job on campus that was not super busy. I basically sat there, answered phones, but it was like brief. You know, I'd answer mm-hmm. phones and then I'd transfer people. And I sat there and did my homework. I got paid to do my homework. At one point, I worked at the student gym. I got paid to work out. Like, it's just like working smarter, not harder. Like, I also talk in my podcast certain websites to find really cheap textbooks. It's just,
0: Hmm. if
1: they're in high school, there's all of these options at homeschoolingforcollegecredit.com. If they're past that, there's grants, scholarships and weird hacks like cheap textbooks, rent textbooks, get paid Mm -hmm. to do your homework note taker Mm -hmm. you know they pay like I was a note taker in class they needed note takers for like a a disability um, student I was already in class I was already taking notes and I got paid to sit in class and give my notes like a copy of my notes to another student there are just so many
0: weird hacks out there to get started yeah that's what I would suggest and that's that's so fun you're like to me, you're like a couponer for college. uh uh-huh, so yeah. Cool. <laughs> I should be a, like, what is it? They're like an ultra coupon. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. show or something. <laughs> right.
1: Coupon wars.
0: <laughs> yes. And I just wanted to say that where I am in St. Louis, Missouri, our community college, the dual enrollment tuition is so low that it is cheaper for me to have my student do a dual enrollment course for college credit, much cheaper than it would be for me to put them in a co-op class in my area. Oh, sure. So my kids, many of them have started college with, um, you know, semesters worth of college credits because they've done that dual enrollment and it's saved a lot of money to do that as Good well. Good for
1: you. And and anyone listening to, um, I know our local community college, I think if they're still in high school, dual enrollment is free. Um, oh, so, wow. So some, whoever's listening, that that might be the case at your community college too. Maybe not yours exactly, but whoever else is right. listening, there might be opportunities. Um, or there's something called middle middle colleges, which is not dual enrollment exactly, like, but they actually do high school on the college campus. Like it's actually an accredited mm-hmm. high school, but they slowly add in college classes. So that's a little more organized. You know, they have prom, they'll have field trips. It's a little bit more a high school together than like homeschooling and dual, enrollment, dual enrolling, mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. one. That's that's awesome. Good for you. That
0: makes sense. Because sometimes yeah. classes are kind of expensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> they really are. <laughs> and you don't get college credit. Um, so, yeah. So that that is wonderful. I mean, you have given us a great place to start. So many good ideas. And then, you know, you've already mentioned this. But, um, it, and I know it can be intimidating. It really was for me just overwhelming the number of, Of opportunities to get scholarships but um, I had a child get a scholarship through work I helped my friends sons get scholarships through their credit union I mean crazy you know you would never think of that but um, don't discount any opportunities that you come across uh, because a lot of people just won't apply for those because they'll think, "Oh, well, I'll just get, I'll just get a loan, right? Um, I I won't worry about it." But it is definitely worth your while to check out those opportunities.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely, so random, well, random scholarship. Yeah, I have yeah. an episode about my cousin my cousin won $55,000 in scholarships (gasps) throughout his whole like college career. And he did more of that than I did. Mine was almost like a stumbling through and grants and like an education (laughs) award and cash and testing out. But he's just like, nope, I'm just going to apply for all these scholarships. So you can go find that episode. But yeah, there, there are some
0: out there that it's, it's so possible. Yeah. Well, that, that is really exciting. And I think, I think you've kind of set this up for us, Kara, like a challenge. And I know that there are a lot of homeschooled kids who would be up for it, (laughs) up for the challenge of this. Um, So cool. So tell us more about your business and where people can connect with you. Sure. Thank
1: you. I I just send everyone to the podcast. It's called Money and Mental Peace. And it's basically finding your path through college and um, graduating with no loans or debt whatsoever. I mean, we also talk about other debt. Like I have suggestions on how not never to have car debt, suggestions on how to never have credit card debt, you know, just so anyways, um, all of it there. So I, I started my business with finding scholarships for people because I was like, I don't want to work for anybody and I know how to find scholarships. People just pay me to find them scholarships, not write them. That's illegal. They have to apply for them, but I would find them middleman. Mm-hmm. But now um, what I do is I have – all this free content on the podcast. So literally, I might not be the best business person for saying this, but you can just learn it all on the podcast. But if you need like handholding and whatever, like I have coaching services, I have an online course um, that I sell that can walk
0: people through it. So the podcast is just a place to find everything. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. And I just want to give you a little bit of a plug because I would say that there are a huge number of, of businesses like ours, I would include mine, along with yours, where yes, you can get the content for free. But when you purchase like your course, what you're purchasing is convenience, you don't have to spend a lot of time going through all of Kara's episodes to try to figure out what you need to know and in what order to do things. And then of course, you're also supporting a great Um, young entrepreneur like Kara when you uh, purchase her course so I will have a link to her course in the show notes as well and of course to the podcast well Kara this was really delightful and I am excited to see where God takes you on your journey with this so I hope you will keep in touch with me
1: Oh, I'd love to stay connected. That's awesome. Thank you so much for having me on and for letting me bug you to have me on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was my pleasure. (laughs) To find the links to Kara's podcast and course, visit the show notes page at homeschoolsanity.com slash debt free. Have a happy homeschool week. Thank you for joining me on the journey to homeschool sanity. I would love to continue the conversation. You can find me on social media at Homeschool Sanity. And if you haven't heard it lately, let me remind you, you're doing a great job. This has been a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.